when I first started analyzing financial statements, the thing that most excited me was being able to find the story behind the numbers. Business owners don't realize just how much their financials can tell them about their business and about how their own personal stories are unfolding over time. Today, we talk about how to look at financial statements, not as the black and white numbers on the page, this makes me want to cry type of exercise, but rather an exciting way to discover how you can make changes that can revolutionize how you are impacting the community you serve and the employees that you support. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is Tom Seco and CJ Burnett. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the United States, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of this great podcast, the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs assessments, videos, articles. You can find them all by visiting flvetadvisors.com. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to rate us and review us, review us on Apple or Spotify. If not, give us a rating on the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page and follow us there. Since there isn't a lot of education that has been provided around you know, business knowledge and expertise, a lot of people are struggling with that. The focus has been shifting today to provide education for veterinary students, uh, but there, but there is a huge thirst to understand more. Like there's so many people that we talk to on a regular basis. They're just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't understand it very much. We don't have a lot of background or education in this, uh, but everyone really wants to know a lot of different information. They want to understand this, but they don't want to know everything. They really just want to know like, what's the pertinent things that I need to pay attention to. And when it comes to this education, sometimes there's really no emphasis on knowing why you know, someone owns a business and there's a lack of planning when it comes to the ownership. So like what I mean by that is whenever we become a practice owner and a lot of the education and understanding behind a business is it's like, why are you in business? Why did you start it? And most of the time it really starts around with the thought of like, I want to practice medicine. I really want to be able to, you know, I really want to be able to do things the way that I want to do them. But when it comes to the overall direction of how things are going and how healthy the business is doing and what you're trying to accomplish from it. Many people, they, they tend to not really truly understand what all of that means. And we really want to dive more into that as we're talking to this. I guess that goes back to how we always talk about how whenever you become an owner, a business owner, a, a practice owner, you are a practice owner first and a veterinary second. If you're a veterinarian, if you make vet being a veterinarian your priority over being a business owner, then the business will actually end up owning you. Mm -hmm. So like, if you think that you're going to own a business because then you're going to practice better medicine, that may be true. But if you're the only one that's practicing that better medicine because you can't hire people, you can't keep people, you can't retain people, then then you're just always that business owns you. You don't you don't actually own anything. What's so interesting about it is that you know, because of the the attention that people usually don't put on the understanding their financials, they tend to, you know, just throw it on others and say, hey, you handle this, you take care of it. <laughs> My numbers are up, they're doing good, we must be very successful, which could mean a lot of different things. 
but because of that that grasp of not knowing more about them, like there's a lot of stories that those documents and things that that can actually tell you. It's kind of like writing a storybook. Like, what's the story you want to tell? That should be the life that you want to live. When it comes to the financial piece, right? Because like everything we do is financial. Like you don't you don't go through an entire day without making at least one financial decision, whether it be to get Starbucks, whether it be to drive. To, like if you drive, you're burning gas. If you drive somewhere and you have to stop and get gas, then you've effectively made a financial decision, even though it's kind of on autopilot, right? And so when like recently, uh, we were just up at the VBMA at NC State which was awesome, by the way, those people that I love, like that group was a, a, a bunch of fun. And, you know, met a few really cool people and um, presented, we presented about how to tell financial stories, looking at financial documents, like how, how to read revenue, expenses, profits, right? How does, how do owners get paid in salaries? How do, you know, all these other different types of, and, and hey, if certain movements within the financials are happening, right? Revenues are going up. That may be good, but if revenues are going up at a slower pace than expenses, then that's bad because now you have a lower profitable business. So we kind of went through a few of those different things. And what what what's pretty consistent about business financials, especially whenever we get them from clients, every person has a story, but very few realize how to affect their story or even take control of it mm. On, from the financial piece, because sometimes we get financials and they're like half done or they're like done, but we're not really sure if they're that accurate. Mm. And I, you know, I don't mean that you can control what happens. Rather, you can control how you react and see things so that you can have the right focus to control what you can and then be in the right mindset to take positive, uh, make positive outcomes actually possible. And I think this is where the financial piece comes into play. If you're not focused on your finances... If you if you read your P and L once a year, and it's usually around tax season, right? After the right, you're not looking at it monthly. You're not looking at it quarterly. I mean, I, I swear, monthly is probably at a like absolutely should happen. If you're a business owner and you're not looking at your business at your numbers at least monthly, then you know you could be in for a shock uh, at the end of the quarter or even at the end of the year. Either the shock of how much taxes you're gonna how, how what the, the amount of taxes that you're gonna have to pay because the income was a lot higher than you expected or the a shock in the opposite where you're like, Oh, well maybe, maybe I, you might have lost money. You just didn't even know Tom and I, when we lost a very valuable employee pretty recently, like within the last couple of years at first, like I know I was kind of like not devastated, but I was definitely like, dang, this sucks. Like this is, this really, this really hurts. This is not fun. My mind just started to go in all these different directions of how much work was going to have to be placed back on, back on me, back on Tom, back on the rest of the team. Uh, cause we're a small business, just like a lot of veterinary practice owners. And, but you know, I, I took a step back to try and see how this event could be positive and the possibilities of what good could come from it started to become more prominent in my mind. And the person who left before her was awesome, but we ended up finding someone better fit for that job anyway. So it could be that the next person is a better fit than the person that's leaving us. And I think reframing my mind to getting excited about looking for a replacement was, 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 was something that really not like just, it just helped progress. Right. And so when it comes to finances, most people feel, I don't want to look at my finances. I don't even understand them. Right. And there's, but, but like, we have to kind of reframe our mindset to like, Hey, like we, like not that we have to do this, but that we get to do this 
we get to look at finances and then we can actually make positive change. And I always think of that video, Tom, I know you've seen it, the Jocko one, it's like, oh, you lost your job. Good time to get a better one, right? Like it was every time he would say something negative, it was always good time to do something better, right? Time to get another job, time to like, I've got more time to do this, or I've got more resources to do that, right? And so I think repositioning our mindset from a financial perspective, especially when looking at our finances, let's look for the story. Let's not just assume that our finances are these black and white numbers on a page. Your veterinary practice shouldn't just be focused on medicine. As an owner, there are lots of responsibilities, especially when it relates to finance. Since veterinarians are great at practicing medicine with knowledge, with little knowledge about finances and running a business, there has to be a starting place. We created a quick 10 question quiz that will provide you a better understanding on the things that really matter within your practice. If you want to take this quiz, visit the description of this podcast. At the end, you'll receive a no cost report with the option to set up a time with someone on our team. So going back to what we find most interesting about people when they don't realize the stories that their, that their finances can tell them. Literally, their tax returns, their P&Ls can say so much about how they manage their business, how, they, how much they value their employees, where their values lay in the business, the lack of focus that they have on redistributing profits. I mean, it's, it's endless, the things that we learn when someone sends us their financial document. What I want everyone listening to know is that the past isn't what I am most interested in, and neither should you. What I am most interested in is what are you going to do today to recognize the trajectory of your past? that what that past has created and how you're going to adjust and how you're going to manage your decisions to create the story you want for your life and your business to tell in the future. And this is especially true if you're getting closer to, to selling your business, those finances should be looking fantastic, right? You, you, you want your finances to look great when you're going to sell because that is where a lot of the value is going to come from. That's where these, these companies are going to look at your financials and they're going to make a judgment on how valuable your business is based upon the profits that you make. And something that should be taken into consideration with the financial statements, we, we find time and time again that a lot of owners will, they, they use their practices like their personal piggy bank and it, it makes money. They're constantly just taking money out of it. They say, I've got all this cash and then they, they, go put a pool in at their house, they pay off their mortgage, they go on trips, they, whatever the case is. And there really isn't any true clarity or direction of like, one, how, how are they really compensating their team? What are they providing from like a motivation and engagement standpoint? And then also what is their plan to systematically or create a structure to say, Hey, I'm making money with this business. And then I'm actively using this business to build my worth over time, my net worth compared to just letting my practice at some point be what's going to fund my retirement. And it's, it's so fascinating with the amount of conversations that we have that there's a lot of practice owners that are in this position where, you know, they make money, they don't know how much they actually make. And what's so fascinating just to add to that thought here is that for those of you who are not familiar with what they call pass through entities, it's basically when you have a business that when it makes money, all of the profits get dumped onto your personal tax return and there's a lot of practices that are out there that the owners, they get taxed at the end of the day. And when you look closely at their returns, it, it shows that they make a lot more money than what they actually thought they were making. And sometimes it's not even, they don't even know where it went. So like when, when people aren't really paying as much attention to these factors or how their finances, finances are doing and, and what they can really accomplish, it's very easy easy to get distracted and, you know, to just ignore and, and lose a lot of opportunity along the way. 
That's huge. And I think just going back to like how finances can tell a story. Recently, I was asked to talk to a group of financial advisors to speak to them. I said yes, like not really knowing what I was going to talk about. And then a few days before I spoke, I found a document from my, I found some of these documents from my first and my second year of being in the business that showed how much revenue I had brought in. And I, and it, it was actually kind of amazing. Like I was able to see my financials from 11 years ago and then look at my financials today and see it was a story that was impacted dramatically from the relationships that I had, like the friends who cheered me on, the business mentors who, who loved on me and helped me, a wife that was the bit, my biggest fan and biggest motivator, and all of it driven by the simple idea that I knew people wanted to know the things that I knew to change their story into one that they were going to be proud of, especially like on the financial side, right? Because ultimately, if you want to go anywhere, you're going to need something monetarily. There's nowhere where you can go. You can't go anywhere without gas in your car and you can't like, and in order to get gas, you got to pay something. So one, one thing is that, you know, financial statements in a business can really say a lot about how well your business is doing, how well it's not doing. And, you know, really where can you grab a lot of the opportunity? You know, if, if you're a constant listener of our episode, uh, we need, we need your help to spread the word about our show. Please make sure to like the Smart Event podcast page on Facebook uh, if you've enjoyed this episode and you found that it to be very enlightening, or if you have other episodes you've liked, make sure to share that with at least three of your friends because they might find the same value that you have today. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by park avenue securities guardian or florida veterinary advisors and opinions stated are their own this material is intended for general use by providing the content park avenue securities llc and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity all investments contain risk and may lose value past performance is not a guarantee of future results the individuals associated with florida veterinary advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals florida veterinary advisors is not registered in any state or with the u.s Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2022-144961 expires October of 2024.